five, four, three, two. He didn't say the one, like Freddie from iCarly. He didn't. He didn't say the one, which means he's not done counting down. Which means we're <laughs> we not recording go. yet. Sorry. Okay. Um, we'll wait till you say one. Oh. Um. Your audio did a little weird thing there. I think it's because it went. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> we are children. <laughs> oh. So, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. I think that's a great cold open. I, I think it is too. <laughs> Roll the tape! Hello everybody and welcome back to another slippery episode of Anything But Politics. As always, my... What? I don't just... Why slippery? Because after you slip... You slide. You fall. Welcome to October, baby. You like what I did? Hey, that was good. I was thinking of that for the hour drive to the studio. Hey, I was like, how do it. I start October? How do I start fall? I'm wearing my flannel, and um, after you slip, it's fall, baby. It's fall, baby. What are you going to do? So, uh, as always, my name is Jim Altman, and I'm here with... Christian Rollman. What's up, everybody? Back in the studio. Oh, good to be back. Back home. Mm. Home is where it gets to be 90 degrees. What? <laughs> our set piece? Yeah. We have our, our own official set piece. Uh, yes, we. I don't think the space looked us enough. We haven't put anything on the table today. Nope. Which is fine because we have something on the back wall. Hell yeah. And Christian needed somewhere to put his little feetsies. So. <laughs> This little pizza. They're going right up on the table. Right up on the table. For you all to enjoy. And you know what? <clears throat> I'm going to stop talking about the set because uh, uh, I, I was listening to episode 41 and 42. And I was like, damn, we really do a lot of physical stuff on this show. Y we were acting out a lot of things. When you yeah. were talking about your caffeine overdose, uh, you, you know, you did your like violent shaking. Yeah. And I'm like, I have to physically describe what Christian is doing. But like there are other times when I didn't describe what we were doing. But like even I continued to do some physical bits. And go watch YouTube then. If, you're, watch if you're so pissed about not being able to see things, go watch YouTube. Suck it up. Go to YouTube. You can play YouTube in your. Yeah, here's the thing, though. It's like a, I listen to podcasts when driving. Yeah. Typically when I'm home, I'm working on something. I'm either like actually working because I work from home or uh, something of the like, like I'm gaming with friends. Like when I'm home, I'm doing shit. Yeah. When I'm driving, I'm doing nothing but driving. So it's the perfect time to listen to podcasts. And uh, but but the thing is, you can't watch no. a YouTube podcast when you're driving. Well, you can. We, you can't and you should, you but well, only ours. Yeah, only ours. <laughs> you can't watch it, but you can listen to it. And if it's like, oh, a physical bit, you pull over. <laughs> And then you watch that part. You you uh, go to the closest rest stop, <laughs> pause the episode, go to the <laughs> nearest rest stop, assuming you're on the interstate, which could be 70 to like 100 yeah. miles. Rest stops are few and far in between. Yeah. I had this shit on the way here and I was like, I'll just wait till the next rest stop. Didn't happen. Yeah. I just didn't shit. Because like no one. Still have to shit, by no the way. <laughs> you stopped at Seth's house last night. Yeah, I didn't want to shit in his house. You, you know he. He's a good host and I'm a good guest. <laughs> I don't shit being in your house. Being a good guest, being a good guest qualifies not ever shitting. Never shitting. I, I don't care if you're staying there a day or a week. If don't you want to be a good guest and treat your host with respect, 
do not shit my, ever. My friend went to a summer camp for it was an entire month. He didn't shit the whole Stop. time. He didn't shit the whole time. That has to be very unhealthy. <laughs> it's like horrible he, for you. He has to have like left summer camp and gone straight <laughs> to the hospital. <laughs> That's so bad. It was really bad. I it was probably more like three weeks, but yeah, it was like a long summer camp, and he I, had I, like uncomfortable, couldn't shit in public places. I get it. It's like I don't think in my entire high school career of four years, I don't, I don't think I ever pooped at school. Really? I don't think so. Oh, I had to. Seth, you ever poop at school? Yeah. Seth pooped at school. Seth How poops often? everywhere. You just don't give you a shit. You know what's weird? You know what's weird? I would have been a lot more comfortable. So maybe it had nothing to do with being <clears throat> in school. Maybe it was with uh, the people that could have walked in at any moment. Yep. Because uh, yep. when school was over, I had a bunch of extracurricular activities. There's theater. There's um, choir. I was, after, I was at school after it, it had stopped. For uh, uh, quite a few many times. And I was always more comfortable using the restroom then. Probably would have probably would have been comfortable pooping during those times. Yeah, when I whenever I would poop at school, it would be I never like pooped during the day. It was just like on Fridays when I had to stay after for Friday poop sesh. Uh the football game because I was in marching band. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. No, have you seen those TikToks? Why is it the second we start recording any episode ever, give us two minutes to devolve into talking about poop or piss every time? I don't even know how it came up. We've never. I can't. I can't. Every. We can't go one episode. It can't nope. happen. We don't try for it. To. We don't. It, just it happens. is organic. It does. It does it naturally. Just like poop. It naturally just happens. It happens. We have an unreleased episode of this show that is such a good episode. And it will come yeah. out. I promise. I promise. Will it? With everything in my heart, I swear it will. Yeah, it has to. Because really he good. has the footage. Our guest, it's a guest episode. We we had a guest. He and was phenomenal. It, it was Ryan Golick. We've mentioned it, uh, it a, a few times. It is Ryan Golick on TikTok, uh, at Coffee Fanatics. But uh, yeah, look him up. it was an amazing, we'll put stuff in the bio it was an amazing episode so good and uh uh we recorded one session with him lost the footage recorded a second because he was genuinely so down to yeah he wanted to so badly after we vibed so well with that first conversation and we lost it he was the one who was like literally what are you guys doing tomorrow, tomorrow yeah and we recorded a, a a similar episode we couldn't touch on the same stuff no but we had some points we hit some similar points yeah. because they were such good veins of conversation and we hadn't fully explored them the day before yeah so and you'll uh, see them but promise we promise you'll see them because i'm so proud of that episode me too uh uh even with a guest poop got brought poop up got brought up it was a whole vein of conversation sure was it was a whole bit and we won't go into it because you'll see it then yes but uh uh it just it just happens yeah. and i don't know why but have you seen the there's these tiktoks of people Going to the bathroom. Just blowing up the toilet. You were telling no, you <laughs> no, were telling me about those. this. There are those. Okay. But there's another one where so someone will go into the bathroom and they'll be like, Oh, someone's pooping. <laughs> they'll be like they'll go, Oh, who's pooping? It's so stinky in here. <laughs> I've not seen any of <laughs> oh, those. Oh dude, it's so bad. And then they'll go up and like record like their feet 
and like touch their feet or something or one person stole the sh- stole a shoe i've seen this one guy one stole his pants there's <laughs> Where his pants off? His pants were down at his ankle. You, so you, he, he grabbed oh, the pants and yanked? ripped them off. His- That's a dangerous game. That's so bad. That's the most dangerous it game. It is. Because you don't know what part of the process he's at there. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> He might be mid-push. So that's a dangerous game. Yeah. But uh, no, I've seen one creator who like that is his whole shtick. Like he'll be on the toilet and then there's someone in the stall next to him. And like he yeah. just does different stuff. He's yeah. like. Hey man, here's ten bucks. Or like, hey man, and he just has a chessboard and he lays it down and pushes it halfway between the two. That's so like amazing. that guy, that guy's great. Yeah, no, that's hilarious. No. That's like actually good. The other one stresses me out because there were kids who would go in there and they like fucking bang on the on the doors and be like, oh, he's pooping. Yeah, it smells like shit in here. I yeah, a, I like a nice harmless prank where like no one's hurt. Yes, and like uh, no one's embarrassed because I, he always gets their consent to post. He's uh, after he does it, that's he's good. always like, hey man. Uh, this is what I do. Here's some of my work. Like he leaves the stall and he, they wash their hands and he's like, hi, I'm this guy. And, uh, 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 you know, he gets their permission to, uh, use them in a video, but even still with their consent to have them in the video, you only have their voice. You don't know who they are. Yeah, no. So there's that, uh, uh an- anonymity, anonymity, even though it's anonymous, all, yeah. it's anonymity. Cause English. Cause English. Bada bing. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. So, uh, y- you still have that. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to continue to a separate point because I forgot where I was going That's with fine. that one. So We can steer away from shit. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> no, the only kind of TikTok I've ever seen along that vein is, you know how people will oftentimes use mirrors in TikTok. They'll use their front facing camera and they'll look into the mirror and yeah. talk instead of doing a selfie. Yeah. Um, I've just seen like a couple separate TikToks from different people of going like, you know that moment when you, it, it, it's so awkward because you step into cut and you just hear someone in the bathroom go, hey man, can you not fucking do that right now? I'm trying to sh-. And it is revealed that they are in fact in a public restroom. I've seen. That's so funny. And I, I can That's never, so funny. and this is perfect. I can never tell whether or not they're staged. staged. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's funny either way. <laughs> hey man, can you not do that right now? Just like. Here are three random th- facts about your body. Hey, you're making spaghetti, ro- just something where they pop in the mirror and start talking and you just hear someone go, hey man, could you fucking knock that off? Could you not do that right now? I'm, I'm literally crying. It's <laughs> so funny. Uh, welcome to Anything But Politics, anything where but politics. Um, uh, our brand is we will talk about anything but politics, but we'll always find comfort in talking about uh, using the restroom for whatever reason. Yep. I don't know why. Oh, it's just, it's great. And it's always us. Like, it never comes up in conversation with anyone else I ever talk to. I no, don't, I don't, I don't talk about shit with I don't regularly talk no. about shit. So why? <laughs> so, uh, hear me out. <laughs> why <laughs> does this happen every episode? Camera. You put a camera on and it's like, Why? you just devolve to whatever like comedy. <laughs> we to, just yeah. turn into two little monkey boys. And we're yep. just, Ooh. <laughs> poop funny. Yeah. I mean, poop. Poop, poop do be funny sometimes. Speaking of poop funny. Oh, God. I posted a TikTok. This can't be the whole episode. <laughs> I know it won't be. This will be the last thing. But I posted oh, yeah, a TikTok last TikTok. week. No, we have to mention this. And it has blown. the. It blew the fuck up in like two. So I posted it like a week and a half ago. And Word? For, yeah, for like a week, I pinned it, so now it's at the top of my thing. But if you look at the date, where did pinning was such a brilliant idea. So fucking smart. Because so often, I'd watch a video <clears throat> on someone, and I'm like, oh, I have to... 
watch the video that came directly after or you know i want to look at something so you go to their page and you have to scroll down because what tiktok tried to do to solve the problem was give you that just watch this yeah or just watch just what you just scroll down until you hit the just watch but the thing was sometimes uh someone's video with a hashtag from a year or two ago would hit a trend resurface blow up go viral and you'd have to scroll for ages so now they've added pinning which i am I'm so behind. Perfection, it's yeah. It's so perfection. So you've pinned this video that yes. is posted for... But it was posted know. on September 17th, so two weeks ago. I had no idea. I yeah. thought you'd posted it like... Nope. And it, Thursday, for, Wednesday. For like, for like a week and a half, it was sitting at 400 views. And then all of a sudden, it started getting a little bit of more, a little bit more momentum. Mm-hmm. And then it just fucking took off. And now it's at wow. 1.1 million. Yeah. With 178,000 likes, which is now officially my most popular TikTok I've ever posted. Really? Yeah. It surpassed the, the ones on my other channel. Nice. Yeah. Which which is <clears throat> I know the I'm not effort you about put. it. Yeah, the 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 gosh, what is the very very first one? Tall girl. Yeah, uh, yeah. that was like a whole you skit, you you yeah, you I wrote scripted it, out it. And yeah. Um I was really proud of that actually. Uh another one that kind of blew up was Dominoes when I did uh when I did the Dominoes video of like um Is it the music popping yeah. don't, don't mind me just, just watching and that one really only picked up because it was a big trend at it the was time. a trend at the time and, and it, it was good it. it was kind of like yeah, it wasn't it relatable was okay. but yeah. like i think people saw someone in the service industry yeah and was like oh i bet that does happen a lot yeah. it was funny the way you performed it was very good thanks uh but the thing is you performed it it yeah. was it was a thing you tried to do yeah this this video i didn't even take like was, i didn't even take this video it's my sister was babysitting and the kid was had this it was toy. literally poop funny yeah it's this toy that like it teaches you colors so it's like red and blue makes purple and then it does a like paint squeeze but it sounds like it like took me it took me like four watches of that video to figure out why that why sound was being sound. made yeah i i yes it is the sound of quote-unquote paint coming squeezing out of the of tube bottle yeah or tube yeah it doesn't sound like that. It no, sounds it like sure doesn't. Cheeks being ripped. Sure does. I'm just going to play the clip. We're not going to watch it because you don't have to watch it to understand it. But Red and yellow make orange. Blue and red make purple. And it blew up. It sure did. And everyone unanimously is like, this is not funny, but I'm literally dying laughing. So maybe there is hope that every time we hop into this studio and talk about poop, someone will laugh. Someone will laugh. Yeah. First off, before we get any farther, I want to make sure that we genuinely thought that the first thing we did was a actually funny cold open and that we actually rolled the intro. So I don't have to do it now. Yeah. Fuck fuck it. it. It's our show. Yeah, it sure is. So I told you, let's get time sensitive things out of the way first. Yes. Because, um, We've mentioned this multiple times. We won't go into a whole thing right now, but uh, we are, in fact, recording the entire month of October today. It'll all be one day, but we'll change outfits. It'll seem like different weeks, and I'll try not to mention it from here on out uh, just to keep an illusion. But we certain things have happened, and we don't want to mention them in a later episode because it'll come out in like the end of October when it's not big news anymore. So let me hit you with something time sensitive. Go for it. The cast of the Mario film. Yeah, we do have to talk about that. We have to talk <laughs> we about have that. To talk we about it. have to talk about that. How could we not talk about that? <laughs> that yeah, let's is get. the perfect conversation for us to have immediately. <clears throat> yep. First off, wow. Wow. Just wow. Big wow. First time I saw it, I said, wow. Wow. Just wow. 
first, how are we feeling? First thought, before I shat on anyone, okay. before I shat on any casting decision, yeah. before I was upset, I smiled. Because at the bottom of the, the picture that they released was uh, uh, Charles Martinet. I was very, very happy that they included Charles Martinet, who yes. has voiced Mario since the oh, beginning. Oh, wow. He's always oh, voiced. Oh, good for him. Since Mario had a voice, uh, the original Mario games, voice was not in video games yet. Right. They, they, had not, they did not have the technology to do so. But uh, since video games had voice in it, Charles Martinet has been. And do you know his story? He did Mario is, and Luigi. Yeah, he does a lot of the voices. Wow. I think he does more than just that. But he does Wario too. Yeah, he's Wario. He, he, I don't know if he's Waluigi, but he might be. He might be Waluigi. He, do you know his Wang. story at all? No. They were doing... <clears throat> uh, he worked for Nintendo. Um, he was a janitor. Stop. Really? Yeah, and they were doing voice auditions, and they were like wrapping up for the day, and he like came in to clean the room, and uh, he saw what they were doing, and he was interested, and he was like, hey... Could I like, and they were like kind of wrapping up and they were like, sure. Yeah. The way you're going to do it is we're just going to start hitting. We're going to hit record and you have until the tape runs out or until you stop. We'll go. We're recording until you stop. And he was like, okay, they hit record. And he just went and he just kept going. They had like 15 minutes of tape. He just put on the voice, the voice. He did it in one. Wow. And like. I don't think he knew about Mario until that day. They were like, you're an Italian plumber. And the thing was, that's what people were saying. They, they, they were like, hey, you're the Italian plumber, Mario. You know, uh, you're connected to the Donkey Kong universe in the games. Yeah. And everyone came in with like the, hey, I'm under your sink. Kind of like Italian plumber. Oh. He was. They picked him because he was so unique in the way that he, you know, uh, shot the voice into a falsetto yeah and he was like a kid friendly with it super iconic too he did it in Just, one yeah. and he got the job and he's held it to this day in every game it's him i feel like stories like that don't happen anymore i i i don't because it's no longer discovery no it's you not. don't discover new people uh, unless they're like a 20 something yeah that has a breakthrough role and, and then they even are then there are so many steps to get to there they're cast in the lead from then on out yeah you become james corden one time and it's just you get everything from then on out yeah you become chris pratt one time and you get fucking mario yep. for what reason for what reason he's chris pratt what role ever has made it seem like he would fit as mario ever one role parks and rec guardians i don't care name a role which one makes him look like mario what how's that fit do you think he auditioned or do you think he sent in like, Hey, I'm Chris Pratt and I'll be Mario. And they were like, Oh, hell yeah. Damn. Tell do you, you think anybody auditions anymore? Dead ass for leads. Do you think anybody auditions anymore? That is an excellent question to which I would say probably not. Probably not. I think, I think, you know, James Corden just sends in his resume and they're like, Oh, thank God. Yeah. And then they go, cool. Let's just negotiate a contract right now. Yeah. Literally. It's like, what a list celebrity can I get for the cheapest bill? Oh, can't do that. B list. Yeah. Let's go to the late night hosts. Honestly, that's what it feels like, at least whether it, whether they're not, that that's the way it goes. It, that's what it really fucking feels like. It absolutely. Uh, Is it live action? I don't know if it's live action. I'm going to shit myself because that's going to be so fucking funny and not in a right way. Like, in that's a, the thing. Everyone has agreed. Everyone has come <clears throat> to the middleman that this is either going to be the best or the worst. Yeah. And there's no in between. I'm really leaning towards worst. I don't know how they're going to do this. Now, it can circle around to, to become so bad it's good. Yeah, that'd be nice. 
I do. I so I hate to be the guy that's just repeating other people's opinions, but if it's a shared opinion, I'm gonna say that's all right. Um, it's Seth coming back okay. into the room after he had left. <laughs> cool, unprofessional bastard. Cool, good job. We're recording Seth. a show. You knew we were starting. You hit record. What do you say? <laughs> he said he's going to delete this audio. Wait, what do you uh what do you have? Water. Oh, water. Because oh, okay. the only thing the only thing in the cooler is white claws and it is 12. Yeah, it maybe. is noon. So I don't want to just like repeat other people's opinions, but <clears throat> everyone like hates Chris Pratt as the role. Yeah. They don't some people hate Chris Pratt, but like I don't He's fine to me. Yeah, exactly. He's like uh, might as well, you know. Yeah. For some roles. Mario yeah, Absolutely for very some roles. questionable. Very questionable. But like, at best. everyone can agree. Jack Black as Bowser might be mm, the best casting decision ever. <laughs> like, it's I don't pretty wanna, good. I'm not going to lie. Let me <sighs> not over exaggerate. Maybe the best casting decision of all yeah. time in cinema. Yeah. I don't hate Charlie Day as That's going to be amazing. I don't hate Charlie Day as Luigi. I That's think perfect. Be great. Yeah. Um, now, now, oh, oh, Toad? Yeah, that's neat. That's I like neat. That. I like that I a lot. I like that. I think he's going to be great. Oh, I think he's going to nail it. But also, I think he's Seth just Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong? Yeah. I think I saw someone uh, on TikTok make, uh, excuse me one moment. Nice. It's that White Claw, baby. <laughs> um, it's that noon White Claw. So I think that uh, someone tried to make an audio that they wanted to like go viral where they weren't like, hey, uh, Chris Pratt is Mario. I hate that. They instead had pictures on the screen and said, this makes sense. Yeah. This is perfect. And then they like went to uh, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong and they're like, I'm going to have to change my preconceived thoughts on this. Yeah. But once I do, I think it'll be a perfect fit. Yeah. And then it had like a picture of Jack Black as Bowser and he's like, this is just perfect. This is just perfect. And he didn't name anyone or the Mario movie. Because I think he wanted his sound to yeah. be used for like other formats, <laughs> yeah. which I don't disrespect. No. Um, that's your, half of TikTok, yeah, honestly. get your bag, honestly. Get your bag, honestly. Um, but uh, I'm he was right. Yeah. With Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, I'm going to have to change a few yep. of the thoughts I had in my own head about how that character would be played. But honestly, that seems perfect. I think he'll be f- fine. Yeah. Now, is it Anya? Anya Taylor-Joy? I believe Anya. Yep. Or it could be Anna. She Either is way. super talented. Mm-hmm. She's about to start getting so overcast. Was she about, she, uh, she was in The Witch, I believe, with A24? Yes, she was in The Witch and she was- Or most, is it A23? I don't want to say Most recently, wrong. she was in The Queen's Gambit. Ah, yes. And I think, I really do think she's going to start getting so overcast. But she is extremely talented. But that's what happens to a lot of talented people. Yeah. And this is showing me that, yeah, she is about to start getting super overcast. You want to know something? <clears throat> I- Okay, so uh, animated films. Yeah. You it know. really needs to be. It really should be animated. Sorry. One, it, it really should. But two, I, I, I want to take a step back into animated films. Yeah. Stop hiring celebrities. Yeah. They're not voice actors. They're not voice actors. They're just celebrities. I don't want to recognize the voice. Yeah. I want a voice performance. I want, I want to believe a new character. I don't want to be like, oh, that's James Corden, but you animated him to be a mouse yeah. like there are also such there are very specific voice actors who are like unbelievably talented and they can do whatever voice you want them to do why do, honestly if you want a james corden voice for something hire a voice actor to do an impression of james corden that's honestly better than having james corden how do you feel about people that are voice actors but every voice they do is the same voice if it's iconic then it's okay 
That's perfect. So like Mr. Krabs, I'm fine with him. What's his name? Um, what is oh, his fucking name? Clarence Brown. Clarence, yes. Clancy Brown. Clan- Clancy. I think it is. His Clancy. birth name's probably Clarence, and he goes by Clancy. Yeah, That's probably. probably why I'm thinking Clancy it's both. Clancy Brown. He is absolutely fine because he his voice is so iconic. When that he's it's Hank like, in Detroit, become human, and when he's Mr. Mr. Krabs, Krabs, it's the same voice. It's the same voice. Um, Patrick Warburton. I don't hate his voice. I think he's got a good voice. It's a, it's a very specific. But don't try to pretend like it's not any. Bob from than Bob's any. Burgers and Archer from Archer. I love that. If guy. it's iconic, it's okay. I I that's that's the perfect way to say it because Mimi and I were just talking about that. Yeah. I found a TikTok of this guy and I forgot his name. But he plays like, I can't name any of the characters. That's I apologize. Fine. But like he went through and he's like, uh, I love being a voice actor was his uh, 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 caption. And he went through like 20 roles he's done in his career. And he is iconic yeah. roles in movies and video games. And it's like, it's all the same voice though. Yeah. It's all the exact same voice. And I'm like, because like I wouldn't call myself an actor if i got the same exact role every time yeah if you've played if you played scarecrow only and scarecrow always you did like 10 productions of productions of wizard of oz and you were scarecrow are you really an actor you're you're a scarecrow scarecrow. are you an elvis impersonator or are you an actor yeah you know so so uh but with voice acting i feel like it's a little different but i feel like you kind of hit it on the head with if it's iconic it's okay yeah because they're like beloved in the early 2000s that's when celebrities being uh uh like voice actors became a thing yeah uh because money i i was watching like a uh a video essay i love video essays on youtube um just breaking down different shit really good stuff uh it was kind of the breakthrough the 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 dashed line between just talented voice actors and then A-list celebrities being cast because they are A-list celebrities. The dashed line in the sand, Robin Williams as Genie. Whoa. That is pretty much what cemented celebrities. Be- because before then, you know, you know, you know how when you uh, uh, are like watching a trailer for an animated film yeah. and as characters say, a line their name comes up on screen nobody cared no one gave a shit in like before the early 2000s yeah because it it, yeah it mattered who they were they were doing a great job their name would still appear at the end when all the names appear yeah but like it wasn't like you know uh i don't know who gets cast in a lot of who plays uh uh either of the girls in frozen oh um adina menzel and Kristen bell Kristen bell you know Kristen Bell, but yeah. before like my sorry before re- josh gad appears on the screen really quick really quick yeah my parents babysit a child and she watches it all the time and so that is why i know th- i'm not a dedicated i'm not a big super big frozen fan it's not a bad movie but that's the only reason why i know continue okay <laughs> i i love that you decided that you needed to defend Need to yourself a disclaimer there yeah no i get that <laughs> but uh yeah before then like it did it didn't matter you just got a talented what i want to be able to do watch an animated film and finish it and be like, that was so damn good. Who the hell played that guy? Yeah. I want to see more of his work. Yeah. Not go from the very beginning. Oh, it's Josh Gad again. Oh, he's playing the comedic relief again. Yep. The same way he played the last comedic relief. Now, how do you feel about guest spots on shows on like animated television shows? Like a celebrity coming in and doing a guest spot on an animated television show. I think it's okay for them to use their voice because nine times out of 10, the celebrity guest stars play 
themselves or someone similar to themselves in a way um and like and typically the people aren't voice actors right um typically if you're having like a guest you're having a famed comedian or talk show host uh watching bob's burgers they had camille nanjani on as like a celebrity chef yeah and uh his voice was just his own uh, because he's not a voice actor, he's a comedian. Yeah. And a writer, and just, he's a talented guy. Very talented. Um, Super talented. And and uh, isn't he going to be in Eternals, like this new Marvel film? It, yeah, yeah, I actually believe he is. I'm so stoked. Yeah. I'm so stoked that's, for that film. That's super awesome. That's going to be dope. But yeah, he just plays his own voice, Camille and Johnny. Um, and, and same with uh, uh, most people on Bob's Burgers. They come on and they do their own voice because yeah. they're not voice actors. Right. Uh, so that's fine. Um, are you talking about the cast? Of? The main cast of Bob's Burgers? What or about the people them? who come on? The people who come on. Oh, okay. So I was going to say, whoever plays uh, motherfucking... Um, Linda. Linda. Linda? I yeah. was right? Yeah, Linda. Okay, awesome. He is, a, he is phenomenal. Oh, I love what Bob's Burgers does, yeah. which is they a lot of their roles are gender men. Yes. So... And he does uh, he does such a great job. He's uh, so believable. The mother and daughter are played by men, and then uh, uh, Jimmy Pesto's uh, twin sons are played by actual real yeah. life siblings. Uh, ooh, Silverman, Sarah Silverman, Sarah Silverman and the and sister of Sarah Silverman. Yes. I'm Oof. sorry, sister of Sarah sorry, Silverman, sister. if you happen to be listening. <laughs> Uh, we'll get her on the show one day. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get both of them on the show one day. That'd be great. Uh, uh, so both of those sons are <laughs> yeah. played by those women. They have a lot of gender bent. Uh, yeah, uh, and it uh, fits. It works. Oh, they nail it every time. Yeah, they time. do a really good job of it. I don't think they'd do it if they could do if they did it poorly. poorly yeah, no. yeah. So um, uh, big respect to that. Yeah, just big respect to that show. It's a great show. Uh, man, I really just wanted to talk about the Mario film, and that's Sorry. a no lovely tangent. Okay, uh, but so, yes, the Mario film. What the fuck. It's either, I think we landed on, it's either going to be fantastic or it's going to suck. There are three ways it can go. It can be the best, it can be the worst, or it could be so much the worst that that it becomes the best. So, we shall see. I really, I just don't see a high likelihood of it being the best. Just straight up the best. You know what I mean? I just, how could it be? Jack Black, Jack Black, Jack Black can't save the film, in my opinion. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've I think I've seen a film or two that Jack Black has saved. That's fair. As being the like only celebrity in it. That's fair. He is very good. Oh yeah, he's fantastic. And at this point, at this point just know that you should have high hopes for every role you ever see Jack Black in cuz he's retired. He's That's done right. acting. He is done. But he has agreed to do every role that he has a passion for. He's not doing anything for a so check he anymore. In the he script. has his money. He believes in the script. Yes. That's promising. Yes. That's promising. That is promising. That is the thing. Everyone, if you don't know, Jack Black has retired. Dude has gotten his check and he is happily living with his family. Yeah, he's out. He wants to spend more time with his family, so he's done acting. Oh, good for him. But he has decided that he will keep doing roles if he is passionate about the role and the film that he will be in. So that gives me high hopes. Yeah, that does give me some high hopes. My issue with a star-studded cast, when you say a star-studded cast, it means you have a lot of stars. My thing is, a film can't have too many characters that you try to, oh, we want to show off the fact that we have uh, uh, Seth Rogen, Charlie Day, Jack Black, Chris Pratt, 
all of these talented people, it's like, okay, how much character depth are any of them going to have yeah. if all of those people have prominent roles? Do if know- all of them keep talking, yeah, then all of them are going to come off as shallow. Do we know what it's about? An Italian plumber and his brother who have to save a princess from an evil turtle, I believe. So it's just Mario? I don't know. I know it's Mario. So it has to, that has to loosely be the plot. When when is ow, when is Hollywood going to start rolling with more like I feel like there's so little irony in How do Hollywood. You mean? Like making movies ironically. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like like God, Napoleon, I feel like they'd sell so much. Napoleon I feel Dynamite. like people would flock to the theaters to see something yes. that uh, Hollywood uh, The thing is in order to understand irony you have to understand the the humor that is presented at a base level in order right. to portray it as an ironic telling of it. Right. The thing is, Hollywood is so disconnected from reality. <sighs> so much so. Like, um, whenever they try to make any type of commentary, they're like, oh, Twitter, selfies. Yeah. Like, they're so disconnected from it's crazy. what anyone thinks about. That's why Napoleon Dynamite did so fucking well is because it was no name, a no name production company mm-hmm. that John John Heater was not anything at that point. Yeah. He got the role of Napoleon. And like now that is one of the most iconic films, iconic movies of all time. Yeah. And at least in, in all comedy. And it's solely based on irony. And it's so good. Correct. If they could figure out how to capitalize on irony, especially with Gen Z, because it's very big in Gen Z, we'd like very very much we love irony it's 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 why bo burnham is so fucking popular we have some excellent producers we at do. salty sloth production we company we absolutely do uh hollywood producers suck ass They're i bad. feel like i feel like there have been so many uh talented writing teams like uh seth rogan has written for a lot of the films yeah. that he's worked on um and there are other actors who are talented writers yes. who have successful television shows, but still producers will shoot down ideas to go for another direction that ends up flopping their films. And yeah. they're not learning from it is the issue. Yeah. Uh, on that. The dog, dog outside. Yep. <laughs> on that. On that. So, OK, I've been. Say the words. And with that being said, and then move on. <laughs> and with that being said. <laughs> I've really over the last week this is also time sensitive really really gotten into old Norm Macdonald clips yeah um, first we, off we talked about him at the very end did, of the last episode we didn't give him enough because that mm-hmm. man did so much he was everywhere fuck, he was he everywhere was, yeah he was everything and the reason he was everywhere is because he was being invited everywhere because he was talented yes and dealt so heavily in irony everything he, he does is, is almost ironic Oh, he was a genius who could sell himself as the dumbest man on earth. And it's incredible. It's incredible. So I've so I've really gotten into him. And one thing that I found just phenomenally horrible is his firing from SNL. Because he is known, he is well known as probably the top Weekend Update host of all time. This was before he died. Yes. On all lists you find. Uh, well, be- thank God. <laughs> from, from, no, he like, appreciate that he, joke too. No, I mean, like he was, he was has always been appreciated as the best SNL. Oh yeah, person, you, even from you before mean the he died. Times yes, posthumous after yes. someone has died, it's like oh, oh but they were incred- great as this thing. No, you when can he find was still alive. From, people were like, no, he was the yeah, best. Yeah, you can find lists from 2016, 2017 of them being like, yeah, he's best, and if not, he's a very, very close second. Yeah. So 
and he got fired. He's one of the few that have ever been fired from it. Yeah. And it was all because one of the executives. At, the fact that Chevy Chase stayed on right? for as long as he did. Yeah, he was bad. Yeah. But he was also one of the first that so it wasn't really like a, hey, you're not as good as the last guy because the last guy wasn't. Facts. I think the last guy might have been Dan Aykroyd, but it also might have been a non, a no name. Like Dan there were Aykroyd's a lot of no names. crazy, by the way. I love you Dan Aykroyd. You know how Aykroyd. crazy that guy is? He's a crazy motherfucker. No, dude's fucking insane. Yeah, I bet he is. Like he's not like, I don't mean like he's energetic. I mean like the dude's not there. I mean, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense because neither is Chevy Chase, neither is neither was Jim Belushi. Like none of those guys from that '70s style of SNL were okay in the head. None mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Norm Macdonald. So the 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 executive from NBC who fired him was just a really big, really big friends with OJ, and because Norm Macdonald shat on OJ every episode, they were like, "Hey, we don't think you're funny, yeah. so you're fired." And the person who took most offense to that was actually uh, David Letterman, who was like one of the biggest Norm Macdonald fans and defenders. And David Letterman went on his show that night and was like, yeah, that guy who, so Norm told the story of how he, uh, uh, Dan, somebody, Dan Obelmeyer or something like that fired him at Don, Don Obelmeyer. And David was like, yeah, I know Don. And between me and you, this was on David's show. He was like, between me and you, the guy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> he was like, that on guy the is show, on, on the show, he on said, air. He said, just as this this yep. camera and, and these mics are recording us, he said, hey, man, between yeah. me and you, dude's a fucking, fucking idiot. idiot. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because, like, David had so much respect for, for Norm and, like, his work because he really he really is. He was a genius that sold himself as a dumbass. And the thing is, yeah, he he, he shat on OJ all the time. The yeah. thing is, no one was safe. Norm shat on yep. everyone. Everybody. He shat on himself and everyone else out there. Yeah. Because that's, you have to with comedy. Yeah. If you're selective, things are going to fall flat. Exactly. And it, 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 I, I think in the realm of comedy, it's hypocritical to, to, to target anything or one for any reason you have to be open to everything and everyone in order to successfully uh uh execute comedy yeah and norm knew that yes so i have a i i don't i'm not going to just tell norm jokes but i want to tell one yeah because it it, it's 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 so good oh i want to talk about something today that's literally just going to be me reciting someone else's (laughs) work yeah it's great it's perfect yeah so it's easy for me (laughs) (laughs) so he uh He tells a story and he tells a story about, um, you know, Conan O'Brien. Yes. The only good late night host. Yeah. Who is retired. Ooh, nice. He, uh, of course, his partner, Andy Richter, mm-hmm. who is also the best. I love Andy Richter. But Norm was on Conan's show and he was telling a story and he 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 said, that he, he had said a thing uh, years ago about Andy Richter being gay when Andy Richter is not gay. But, because um, that was comedy in the 2000s. Oh, facts. But, facts, but facts. Uh, so he tells, he, he says, he comes on later, he goes, I know Andy's not gay, but but I do have a story about Andy Richter and he goes, so me and Andy, when we were young and doing comedy together on the circuit, he was like, uh, he was like, man, I'm just not making enough money. So I really, I, I need to find something to do to get more money. And Norm was like, okay, what are you thinking? He was like, I think I'm going to be a male prostitute. And, uh, Norm was like, you're not gay. And then he was like, yeah, but you got to make money. Norm was like, all right, all right. And so Andy, uh, the next morning goes, Norm, I want to take you out to, to breakfast. Norm goes, okay, all right. Well, and he, and uh, Andy was like, yeah, and don't, don't you know, we're going to splurge. We're going to go crazy. And, he was, and Norm was like, really? And, and Andy was like, yep, last night I made $420.05. And Norm was like, really? And he was like, yep. And Norm was like, you know, I like to eat, like when I go out, to eat i eat big and, and norm and was like that's fine i made 420 dollars and five cents and norm was like 420 dollars and five cents who gave you five cents and then he says all of them 
<laughs> is that not a fantastic joke? That's so like well constructed and like just I don't know. When he told that story, I was like, how do you think of shit like that? All of them. They all gave five cents. All whatever like i think he'd say he was like i did the math it's like nine thousand men or something like that <laughs> I, did, I did the math that's like five, nine thousand men just oh he just was phenomenal and he told jokes like that all the time just like things like who would think of that and because that's the thing i uh, and i still don't understand it and hopefully one day i will achieve the we just the, both the, shifted the, at the same time that was that was cool anyway <laughs> sorry i i Hope one day I will achieve the level of uh, intellect it requires to process that kind of comedy where we both agree. And I think even he's self-stated. No, I don't think he ever, you know, sucked himself off like that. But no, never. Just to say that uh, he is a man who was smart enough to sell himself as a dumbass. Yeah. But the thing is, how could he do that when most of his jokes went punchline silence? Yeah laughter because yeah. everyone had to process it mm-hmm. people had to think to get his jokes yes often all the time because he would tell a joke and uh people would be like what am i supposed to be laughing what's yeah all of them and then yeah. that's when the laughter happens yeah how could he sell himself as such a dumbass when when his jokes were literally so intellectual yeah when he did the white house correspondence dinner he went up th- this is one of the most incredible jokes he went up there it's a short one i swear he went I don't up there care. no give it no <laughs> he, as long as we're like th- th- this yeah. is the comedy of the late norm mcdonald yeah. please go watch please watch all him. of his content you can please you can say it you're yeah. not like hey this is a joke i wrote last night he went up and he did the... sex with nine thousand men <laughs> he did this correspondence dinner i think it was for bill clinton and he was like, uh, he says, you know, the first thing I, I thought when I got this job, uh, he goes, he goes, um, the first thing I thought was, oh, man, I really don't want to bomb in front of the president. And then no one laughs because it's not a funny joke. And then you realize the joke is that with that joke, he is then bombing in front of the president. Like with the joke saying, oh, I hope I don't. Oh, it's just like. What a mindfuck of a joke. And then everybody started laughing or a few people started laughing because they finally got it. And some sometimes he was able to twist the English language into yes. making two perceivable punchlines. Yes. If you thought of it in a dumbass way and if you thought, wow, I don't want to I don't want to suck him off too much. Um, that's uh, that's necrophilia. Yeah. But uh, no, it's uh, uh, Shakespeare did this. He when, you know, Shakespeare plays went on. Yes. The poor sat in the front row and then the royalty sometimes sat in the nosebleeds. Like yeah. the queen would watch yeah. uh, Shakespeare's productions and he would use the English language in such a way that he would have the poor cracking up mm-hmm. and he would have the, the royalty kind of like snickering because they both understood different sides the of joke. the same joke. Yeah. And so just saying, oh, man, I don't want to bomb in front of the president. The words bomb in front of the president is enough of a shock yeah. and awe to be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but also, you're right. With that joke yeah. falling flat, he bombed, in, he front bombed of the in front of the president. And then there's that. So it's multiple. There, yeah. there, and, Incredible. He, and this happened to multiple times. That's only one example. But yeah. yes, he was able to tell a joke that essentially when when you thought about it, it had two punchlines. Two punchlines. And uh you, you can hit more people with that. Yeah. You can hit a larger audience with. He really was so intelligent. He and really when, he was. Went, when he went on the Millionaire show, he did a celebrity guest spot on Regis's show, uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. The Millionaire show. He, yeah. yeah Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. He won. What? He won. So this is very wait, widely. They did so, wait. 
I, first off, I forgot celebrity who wants to be a millionaire yeah. existed. It's for charity. It's for charity. Okay, it awesome. Donated to charity. Yep. He won. He, who wants to be a millionaire? So he he won five hundred thousand, but he got the million dollar question right, and Regis talked him out of it. It is so disgusting. What do you mean to talked watch. him out of it? So he he says the answer. He he gives the question, and Norm's like, I'm pretty sure it's this. Oh, Regis, Regis was like, "Are like, you sure? Are you sure? Uh, this is yeah. for charity. This is for the kids." Like, are and Norm's like, "I I really do think it's this." Yeah. And Regis was like, "If you're not sure, you probably shouldn't do it." Yeah. And then Norm was like, "He's going, Regis. Do you know something that I don't like? Is this not the answer?" Like, and Regis like, "I, I I'm just saying, if you want, like, if you want that five hundred thousand dollars for the kids." Yeah. At what point does being a good yeah. host, who's supposed to make you second guess yourself, become? coaxing you to pick the wrong answer yeah at what point is that line drawn so norm says fine i'll just take the five hundred thousand. and regis is like okay oh you had the right answer you had the right answer yeah no oh. it's so fucked up oh. when it's for charity like that's so fucked up yeah what the fuck regis yeah so he got a lot of flack for that but yeah essentially norm did win a million dollars that's amazing he made it all the way through he's a smart fucking guy yeah but yeah rip norm mcdonald what a what a king yeah, really was incredible, and I hate I I genuinely hate that I I guy watched a decent amount of his stuff. I saw a couple specials of his, and I I remember watching some stuff, but I did not delve into Norm Macdonald like I should have before he died because he really was. We were we phenomenal. missed the time. I know he, he's not our our. I appreciate era. that I was able to consume some media of his. I'm so happy they yeah. had him on Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah, as uh, uh Norm as Norm the genie. Yeah, Norm the genie, and he did it great. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. They That's had him as hilarious. Norm the genie. Yeah. He is. He he was phenomenal in everything he did. But anyway, rip to a legend. Uh, I feel like I, I feel like I gave him his flowers. We oh. gave him, we gave him his flowers this time. In lieu of flowers. Yeah. Uh, suck my dick on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? In, in lieu, you know, in lieu of flowers, please like make a donation to like this. Yeah, in lieu of flowers, just say I'm the best fucking comedian of all time on your podcast. He would. Yeah, That's he would. That's the thing. Is like, if anything that we have said regarding this man has shocked you, like, whoa, the man's dead. Please have some respect. Go watch him and you'll get it. He told a joke. This is the last one. He told a joke about him dying before he died. Yeah. So he died of cancer that he had had for 10 years and didn't tell anybody except his family. Mm -hmm. So one of his last jokes he told on his show the punchline was, oh, I didn't even know he was sick. And then when he died, every single person who talked about his death was said, I didn't even know he was sick. When did he tell that joke? He told that joke like pretty soon before he died. Oh, my God. And the joke was, it was a Hitler joke. And Norm was like, <laughs> of uh, course it was. Yeah, Norm was like, I want to kill that Hitler guy. And his co-host was like, Hitler's been dead for quite a while. And Norm was like, really? I didn't even know he was sick. And then he and then he died. Norm died. Seth, you are blowing up my phone right now. I'm, I have to put "do not disturb" on. You should have done that anyway. Typically, everyone I speak to is in the same room <laughs> when I'm recording this show. Typically, typically, everyone I talk to ever yeah. is in the same room, save for like Noah. Noah and I only hit each other up when it's like time to play games at eight. Yep. Oh, I miss that guy. I haven't talked to him forever. I haven't let's played play, games hey, in a while. Let's play it. No. We, you, you might be home. You might be here. We'll see. At eight. 
at eight. Oh yeah. Yeah, we'll see where we are. That's true. We'll play that by ear. Yep. But uh, I've turned do not disturb on. You're good to you're good to do stuff now. He's messaging like D and D people. Oh, gotcha. And gotcha. I'm just in that group chat. He's I, not I, messaging me. I was like, why is he messaging He's not like, you? Hey, you're, uh, uh, your stop podcast Norm McDonald yeah, jokes. Stop. <laughs> no one cares about Norm McDonald. <laughs> hey. Go look up Norm Macdonald. Lovely, yes. lovely, uh, lovely comedian. Yes. Maybe I, I, I lovely, have only scratched the surface. Beloved. There's so much stuff. Yeah. Anyway, um, moving on from Norm. Moving on from Norm. Well, we've hit a vein of you apologizing for, I'm just telling someone else's jokes right now. Yeah. Can I just start telling other people's jokes? Go for it. Okay. Go so nuts. I want to, I, I want to, so you told his jokes because you wanted to raise him up and be like, yes. hey, go watch this comedian. Please. Um, I was driving with uh, Mimi yesterday. I want to go ahead and say this while it's still relevant due to time. Uh, it is October 2nd. My birthday is October 1st. I'm now 22. When we recorded our first episode, I was 20. By the time it was published, I was 21. Yeah. And now at time of recording, I am in fact 22 years old. Happy birthday. Hey, thank you, man. I You're had welcome. an excellent birthday. Uh, my wife planned a getaway to a nice cabin in the mountains uh, a couple hours away from home. It was a it was a gorgeous drive. The weather was perfect. Um, when we got there, uh, the room that we stayed in was amazing. The little uh, uh, cabin area. It was like a, I don't know what to call it, a studio cabin. Yeah. It was just one. Just one room. One little room. One room, three goats. One room and three uh, goats. Uh, we wanted to make the joke that was like, you know, it's October. It's spooky season. We wanted to have a little uh, haunted getaway. We thought it's a ghosts. <laughs> there were three goats on the property. I hate you. We brought $2,000 worth of equipment to speak to the undead. And uh, no, and three they goats. Bah. And they said bah. <laughs> they don't say boo. They say bah. Clip that. I Clip that. hate us for that. But uh, <laughs> no, that is a joke that Mimi and I were like, hey, that's a... That's really funny. That's a good one. That's really funny. No, there were uh, some goats, some chickens. It was like uh, uh, like staying on someone's farm property. And oh, we loved so it. It was just... I, I put my phone on Do Not Disturb for the weekend. And I, instead of talking to you all all day, I think I hit y'all up like twice and we twice. had a 10-minute conversation both yep. times. And you said, I'm going to turn Do Not Disturb on right after this video and then you would send another one that said I'm going to turn you down to serve on and you did that three times <laughs> but like the, the thing is like I would typically stay because like I'm passionate about this show I love this show and it, it is like uh, our brainchild yeah I would I, I we typically have conversations on this uh, in our group chat that like last hours just because some of us take a while to respond yep uh, and some of us take really long videos that's all that's all I know it's all but us, Seth but... it's you and me yeah, it's me. And you. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I I would love to talk about it for hours. But like the point of the trip was to get away from everything, yeah. work, business, just unplug as much as possible and literally enjoy the nature that we were in. And I was able to do that, and I've relaxed more than I have in a very long time. Hey, look at that! And um, Mimi, thank you for that. She was so worried. She was like, "Cause I'm not giving you something. Like you're not opening a gift, and you no, don't, that's something. you don't get to keep it. No, but and that's I'm like, something. no, I do. Absolutely, I'll, I will have that forever. Yeah." Like much I, better than anything tangible yeah because i was opinion. literally like trying to like comfort her in that because she was genuinely upset about yeah. it and i was like uh, some people get like the new iphone for their birthday yeah two years they get a new phone some people get a shirt two years it has holes and stains paint on it barbecue sauce you i know, keep shirts though people give me you shirts can and keep I, I keep them you but like one day you might not find right. it anymore one day it might be too <laughs> faded you know it's true a million things yeah it's true but like no matter what happens stains 
I can outgrow it. I'll always have the story. Yeah. I will always have like, oh, we went to this cabin. I'll always have the ghosts joke. Yeah. I always get that uh, forever. I always get the ghost joke. So she nailed it, knocked it out of the park. Good job, Mimi. We're driving and um, there was on a pole. It, it might have been the electric line. Tell me when you're driving on the interstate and there's like a red ball that's like suspended on one of the, the lines. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Seth, do you know? Seth, can you look it up? This is one of the things yep. that you do first now, if you'd be so kind, is to hey, put he on your up, headset. Can he, can we make a cut here? Oh, I have to shit so bad. Yeah, it's crazy. Shit. Dope. 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 Shit. Be right back. I'll be back. Okay, you know when you're driving on the interstate and you right. see like an electric pole with a red ball suspended on it? Those red balls? Yeah. What the fuck yeah. are those? So. No way you know. I know what they are. No way. What? Should I wait till Christian gets back? Yeah. Okay. You know what I want to talk about, Seth? But sure. I'm unable to. Okay. Squid Game. Okay. Why can't you talk about it? I, do, I don't know what to talk about because I haven't seen it. I've just seen all the hype. <laughs> okay. I've just seen all the hype regarding it. And you know what? I want to watch it so bad. I canceled Netflix a couple months ago and I don't want to get it back for this know. one thing. I might hit up my sister and be like, yo, what's your login? Yeah. Just to watch this show. It's good. It's really good. You've seen it? Yeah. Did you see I'm, the whole season or just a couple episodes? No, I'm on the fifth or sixth episode, I think. How is it? It's great. It's like, it's really, it. I don't know how it is, but they do a great job of like really building suspense. Like I was like in my seat, like, holy shit, what's about to happen? You know, you've known me too long personally but right. um you know that like i i love media done right mm-hmm. i am a huge nerd for movies they that do it right do it right and yep. tv shows that do it right and the fact that you know sometimes when i'm like man they did it right it's an indie company that doesn't get enough love like a24 studios before they were like having these huge films they had smaller films and it was a very niche audience that was like man they nailed that Mm-hmm. but you only had like a small community of people that like knew how well that movie was done. But the fact that something now is so mainstream for being done right, it seems like my ballpark, but I just haven't had the time or the, uh, 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 whatever it's called the ability. I haven't had the ability cause I don't have Netflix right now to watch this show that everyone's saying Mimi wants to watch it too. So I'm literally going to message Jamie. I might do that tomorrow. I have nothing to do tomorrow. Sunday. I do have to get a new pair of pants because uh, Monday I go into work for training because okay. I'm switching jobs. Right. Um, so I have to do a new training. Uh, I can only find two pairs of jeans in my house, which seems right. I think I only own two or three pairs. One for wearing, one for sleeping. One for wearing, one for sleeping. I don't know. I couldn't <laughs> make that better. Um, I think they both have holes in this knee. Wow. Nice. So... Uh, and one of the dress code things there is like no ripped jeans so I have to go buy a new pair of pants so I, I'll do that with my Sunday and then hopefully watch Squid Game it's still a call center right yeah and the customer's yeah I don't see, fucking know they're gonna see your jeans through the phone yeah I don't know what are you wearing what are you it's it's not that kind of call center <laughs> yeah they don't want you to answer ripped jeans like you'd tell the truth anyway yeah I have to piss. What's up, buddy?
is my guest debut. Woo! No, and you're just another, you're just a co-host again. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. You want a gummy bear? Sure. Go nuts. I'd love one. Thought your cheese board was in there. <gasps> what? That's it. That's it. That's it right there. Why is it there? Because we had to use it to balance the table. You fuckers. Yep. It's your fault. Yeah. Well, Anna. It was Anna. Anna was like, hey, we can use Anna. this to balance the table. Anna, Dude, you... Dude, we don't need to balance the table anymore. Just fucking... Why did you need to balance the table? Because... <laughs> here, come on, let's <laughs> because get it. what? Let's get it. Wow. Just put it here so when Jim comes back, he'll be like... <gasps> Should we gaslight him and be like, it's been here the whole time. Hey, bud. Hey, dog. Uh, Welcome. <laughs> hey. You gotta put the headset on. Yeah, be real. Idiot. What a fucking dumbass. Oh, we heard that part. What a great guy Jim is. He's awesome. I have nice things to say about Jim. Yeah, he's tall. Um, what is ABPBTS? Behind the scenes. Okay. That's when we reacted to their music. What is behind the scenes? Well, last time we were here, it was... I don't know. How tall are you? I'm 6'1". Are you really? Yeah. Jim's like, what, 6'2", 6'3"? He likes to say he's 6'4", 6'5", sometimes. You say you're 6'5", sometimes? I've never said I'm 6'5". <laughs> the tallest I've ever said I was was 6'4", because a doctor told me that, and then the next time I went to the doctor, I was like, they were like, yeah, you're 6'3", and I'm like, okay, and then I started telling people that. My first license said 6'4". My current license says 6'3". Because I'm not fucking lying. What would I have to gain from that? An inch? Yeah. In word. But like... But like, if I stand next to a guy that's actually 6'5", I'm gonna look like a bitch. So I don't risk that. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Because like, I'm a tall guy. Yeah. But like, I'm not the tall guy in any given situation. Next to my sister's husband and my other, other sister's fiance, both of them are so much taller than me. You know what I love about this? What? This is the same show, Seth's just here now. Yeah, it's I'm in the booth. Yeah, so we're still talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's great. Seth's just not saying anything. Hey Seth, no wait, I shouldn't say anything. I'm in the booth, I'm not the. I don't like that I'm in the same place. He's in the booth. Booth, he's in the booth. Uh, I don't like that I'm in the exact same place. Yeah. Yeah, it is a little. It's just, it doesn't, it. Do I'm putting additional switch? light onto myself. I'm putting additional light onto myself because yeah, this, you're, uh. It's not great lighting back there, um, but I don't it's really. It's not supposed to be. This is the control booth. Yeah. I think there's some usable footage there. Sure. No, there was plenty of it. Yeah. During that entire bit from the you saying, I really have to shit leaving. That's hilarious. <laughs> Second off, where'd you find it? <laughs> I was wondering what he was going to notice. Yeah, it took him so long. It was under the table. We used it as a table thing because half the table is up on the platform, half the table's not. It's perfect there. Keep it there. Dope. Yeah, you fucking put it under the table. That's yeah. why I didn't have it. Anna did. Anna did. Anna did. Yeah, let's Anna blame did. Anna because she's not here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're the one. But uh, no, was... you you saying you had to go shit, and then when you were gone, me and Seth started. Doors cracked. I don't know if I just didn't shut it right. We got to close the door. It's going to make me uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm scared. Yeah. It's probably one of the 
uh, bats? I'm scared for my life. Ever had uh, Liquid Death? No, but TMG I, sponsored by I just sponsored got by them, to try it. Is it good? It's, it, I'm going to say two things. One, it's it's water, it's water in a can. Yeah. Two, it's so good. Really? <laughs> like, it's literally just, here's the thing. <sighs> Seth, do I drink water? No. I would drink water every day out of that can. Wow. If I consistently had a fridge full of liquid death water, Did you dash? I would be so better hydrated. You just don't drink water? No. Like ever? Ever. Is it sparkling water? It, it's both. They have a sparkling and a still water. Both in a tall boy can. Delicious. It murdered I like my the thirst. Term, I like the term still water. Yeah. Is, there, is it just it's, it's water? Still it's still water. water. <laughs> what? Is it just water? Is there anything in it? It's water. Just water? Just water. Don't add any minerals or electrolytes? Not anything added. It's just mountain water. I made an old joke. Are you wondering what their shtick is? Other than the advertising, murder your thirst, liquid death, it's environmental. Mm. Because it's in a can and not a bottle, the average can has like 80% recycled material. The average plastic bottle only has 3% recycled material in it. That's crazy. So their entire campaign is literally to reduce... It, it, literally, it says on the can, every, you know, like portion of every purchase of liquid death goes towards uh, reducing plastic pollution. How much wow. is it? <clears throat> there is it, it is. I bought one There's t- the kicker. I bought one tall boy of, I don't know if they make short cans. I, of I course not. They might only do tall boy. I don't know. But um, one tall boy of the still water was like buck 79. <gasps> That is that is a crime. That is a crime. <laughs> but the thing was, this will, this is the kicker. Stillwater, buck nineteen. Did I say stillwater? Sparkling. Yeah. Is a buck nineteen. Stillwater, like a buck seventy something. Why? It was cheaper for the sparkling. Gross. Couldn't tell you why. That's insane. Because most of the, mo- it contains less. Water. So I'll tell you the reason why. Yo, okay. If you go to if you get a Coke bottle. Versus if you get like a fountain drink Coke, it's the same thing. In fact, you get more in a fountain drink, but it's significantly cheaper because the reason why you are paying so much for the Coke is the packaging and it's the actual material. The actual Coke is so fucking cheap. It's crazy. Actual Coke is so inexpensive. Mm -hmm. So Seth has pulled up. We're going to finish this episode strong with what I'm about to say and then we'll wrap up. I have to do what I have to do a plug real quick. So unbelievably quick. Pertaining to what? This tangent? Pertaining to just a quick thing so I don't forget. Go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. My sister drew a, painted a painting and I want to put it up on the screen screen. because she did such a great job and she's an avid listener of this podcast. She is my, actually, I believe in my family, she's the one who listens to it the quickest and the most. Nailed it. Um, she nailed it. And she's incredible. She I really got is. to see the Snapchat story as she progressed through yeah. it. And I hope you got to see video of I it. I did get to see some videos. Yeah. Of just the progress through it. Because I'd be like, that's amazing. She's done. And then she'd do more. And I'd Mother, be like, yeah. that." At, at a certain point, it's like you're painting a photograph. Yeah, she's still not done. But she is so incredibly talented. She, she did a painting of Bo Burnham from uh, the iconic image from All Eyes on Me. Mm-hmm. And it is it is really so spectacular. It's, stellar. it's, it's going up in my house. Or my new apartment. Um, I'm pumped. So yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to, to say that because she really is incredible and she deserves. No, uh, she deserves that shout out. Shout out for she sure. Nailed that. Yeah, she did. And she's been trying to get me to 
promote not promote it but talk about it on the podcast she does she like she'll do paintings for and we're trying to get her to do more paintings for like people like take requests yeah because she would be so so good at it oh yeah and, and there's money to be made in it especially with the size of that canvas she did yeah yeah <clears throat> stellar really good and it's all in blue she only used blue mm-hmm. i am in awe She's of, incredible. So the lighter, like the almost white tones, she used like a very, very baby pale blue. blue. And then for the darker, like blackish tones, she used an incredibly dark blue. But it's like all blue. Like a cerulean? Huh? Like a cerulean? Like a cerulean. Like a cerulean. I'll cut that. <laughs> no, I <laughs> know. Wow. Our minds, because Seth said, I'll cut that. And I said, like a cerulean. That could be the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> like a cerulean. But um. anyway, yeah. So big shout out to her. She's awesome. Good job, Adri. You killed it. You killed it. You absolutely killed you it. You absolutely nailed it. And um, we'll put it up on screen. One day. Yes. One day might be part of the set. Perhaps. Perhaps. Uh, so the big balls on power lines. Yes, that's right. Big uh, balls on power lines. Uh, uh, Seth has put this up on screen. The main purpose of the marker balls is so that helicopters and low-flying planes don't, don't hit, hit electrical wires. Dude, that's so smart. How did I not realize that that's the reason? Was that happening beforehand? Why were they flying so low near the highway? That's true. That's Traffic updates? I guess if a helicopter is like going down. Like crashing? <laughs> if it's going down, yeah. If it's losing. If it's, it's crashing. I don't think it's like, oh no, a red ball. <laughs> but it can steer away from the power line. I guess. I, I suppose. Because that is one of the wor- Like when a tree falls in a power line or whatever, it takes it a really a long sound. time to. <laughs> It takes a really long time to get those power lines back up. So if they can just, if, if you crash your helicopter, line, if you could just crash into the trees or something, that'd be great. And one power line, literally <laughs> everything. So literally everything. Yeah, the whole entire city. There is one breaker somewhere in this building that would likely turn off every single electrical outlet. Yep. And that's that's how it goes. So the thing is, I saw that. Yeah. And the line that it was suspended on was compared to like the sky just not there the way the light was hitting it and the way the color was it just looked like a red floating ball good job city and i was like mysterious red floating (laughs) orb and it made me remember something from 2013 because that's how my mind works jeez seth knows this this is how my mind works eight years ago one stupid thing gets said and i'm like i remember this from 2004 (laughs) um and i'll just have flashbacks and I want to I want to put y'all on something. If you like podcasts, if you're here, I hope you like podcasts. Uh, have you ever heard of Welcome to Night Vale? I think I've yeah, mentioned you've mentioned them. it before. Yeah, you ever listen to it? Like, could I just? Am I a bad friend if no, I say no? Absolutely I absolutely not. have not. No. Y'all go listen to it because what it is, if I if I could describe it, is a uh, radio. Mimi called it like a radio LARP because that's what oh, it okay. is. It is a mock newscast. From a Lovecraftian city, Interesting. a city of people who are just, you know, going about their daily lives, but weird shit happens like mystical, unearthly shit. And they just don't react because like, that's the city. So I'm going to, I'm going to read a little bit of it. Like some of okay. my best bits from the pilot, which is, um, I, I was like, Mimi, this is such a good podcast. I used to listen <laughs> to it back in like 2013. Um, 
And I was like, oh, here's a funny bit. Here's a funny bit. And I thought I was giving her the best ofs. I thought I was giving her the highlights of the series. Every bit I gave her was just from the first episode. Wow. So if you do nothing else, go listen to the pilot of Welcome to Night Vale. Uh, his voice sounds like this. I'm going to perform it in the way that the one guy you ever eaten a does it. Yeah. Um, every episode starts in a similar way. This will sometimes change a little bit, but for the most part, it goes. A friendly desert community where the sun is hot, the moon is beautiful, and mysterious lights pass overhead while we all pretend to sleep. Welcome to Night Vale. And then the music plays. And, um, I mean, this gives you a perfect, yeah. a perfect bit of I'm what there. the show is. To start things off, I've been asked to read this brief notice. The city council announces the opening of a new dog park at the corner of Earl and Somerset near the Ralphs. They would like to remind everyone that dogs are not allowed in the dog park. People are not allowed in the dog park. It is possible you will see hooded figures in the dog park. Do not approach them. Do not approach the dog park. The fence is electrified and highly dangerous. Try not to look at the dog park and especially do not look for any period of time at the hooded figures. The dog park will not harm you. And now the news. That's the show wow. in a nutshell. Okay. It's amazing. It is performed just like that. <clears throat> I was there. It, it It's so good. And like 13-year-old me, I ate that shit up. But the reason that I cut <laughs> to what the balls on power lines yeah, were for yeah. is I was like floating mysterious orb in the air. Uh, it was, it was, let me go down a little bit. Um, because I'm reading like a transcript of that first episode. Uh, let's, let's see here. I'm just reading it and it's so funny. Uh, <sighs> everything about this is so good. Okay. Um, uh, this is the bit that it reminded me of. And I, I performed this. I was like, babe, it goes like this. And then I did what I remembered it as from 2013. And I think I got it like 80% right. Wow. That's and impressive. then I read the actual transcript and I just saw one of those red balls and it looked like it was not suspended by power line. It was yeah. just there. And it reminded me of this. Y'all go listen to the pilot episode of the show. I'll link it. Go listen. It goes, Lights. Seen in the sky above the Arby's. Not the glowing sign of Arby's. Something higher and beyond that. We know the difference. We've caught on to their game. We understand the lights above Arby's game. Invaders from another world. Ladies and gentlemen, the future is here, and it's about 100 feet above the Arby's. That's the bit that it reminded me of from like eight years ago. Why? I saw a red ball, and I was like, Arby's. mysterious red orb in the air. Ladies and gentlemen, the future is here, and it is about 100 feet above the Arby's. That's just... Oh, that's going to be a recurring bit. It's the way my head works, and I'd love to have multiple recurring bits from Welcome to Night Vale. I wow. won't take any credit for that. It's such a well-done show, well-written. That's really neat. And um, there are so many funny bits, and it's just like... Is it know, intentionally funny? Um, or is it just like, like... Is it meant to be that yeah, shockingly funny? Yeah, it's meant to, like... I think it's meant to be comedic because, like, yeah. just the shock value of uh, uh, oh, what is it? A commercial airliner flying through local airspace disappeared today, only to reappear in the Nightvale Elementary Gymnasium during basketball practice, disrupting practice quite badly. 
The jet roared through the small gym for only a fraction of a second, and before it could strike any players or structure, it vanished again, this time apparently for good. And that's the whole show! That's all it is, Just and little... it's great. And there's like a, a little thread of lore that goes throughout, but... uh. Sweet. I wanted to tell you told some Norm McDonald's joke. Yeah. I was like, this would be the perfect time to say, hey, these aren't my jokes. Yeah. These are someone else's. Uh, but definitely go listen to them. They're great. Super cool. Yeah. yeah. So your homework this this week is go listen before to, we see each other again. Yep. <laughs> uh, go listen to Norman McDonald. Is his name Norman? It would have to be right. Um, I don't know. Norm. Norman. Norm. Go listen to Norm McDonald. Normal McDonald. <laughs> normal McDonald. There's old McDonald and there's normal McDonald. <laughs> Uh, one has a farm. Young McDonald, and he's yet to make an appearance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one has a farm. One has uh, uh, a stand-up special. So go listen to Norm McDonald. Then, then welcome to Night Vale. Uh, it is an older podcast with literally over a hundred. Like the the way that this uh, this I'm reading this off of a Tumblr called <laughs> Cecil Speaks. The name of the host is like Cecil. Cecil Speaks, Night Vale Transcripts. Uh, it is a self-described, a fan-run <laughs> blog with transcripts for man uh, for fan-made transcripts of Welcome to Night Vale, episodes 1 through 176. The transcripts are uh, retired because the official site now offers original transcripts for every episode. Wow. So they stopped at 176, but there's more. Are they still going? Um, not, the, not the blog. Welcome the, to Night Vale. Welcome to Night Vale. I don't know. They, there's no way. I thought I'd have to mention that, and I was like, no way. We'll ask whether or not it's still going. Uh, okay, I'm on the official site. Um, uh, oh, I love that. It, they describe themselves as, Welcome to Night Vale is a twice-monthly podcast in the style of community updates for the small desert town of Night Vale, featuring local weather, news, announcements from the sheriff's secret police, mysterious lights in the night sky, dark-hooded figures with unknowable powers, and cultural events. Turn on your radio and hide. Yesterday, they posted. Are you shitting my dick? <laughs> Silas the Thief, part one. That's the show. Hey, Jeffrey Craner here, reminding you that it is holiday gift shopping time. I know, I know. It's too- oh, he's doing you, ads now? He's doing ads. Uh, oh, good, good. Good, get they it deserve back. it. Yeah, absolutely. But they're still recording new episodes. 2013. That's, that's crazy. The thing is, that's how big podcasts go. Yeah. Like, if you ever think about the fact that, like, you know, our viewership isn't crazy. Um, I'm proud of it for the size that we are. Same because piece. anyone with a big viewership, just look at when they started. Yeah. That's all you have to do is literally just look at when they started. Years. Yeah. And hey, I'm happy to do this for years. Me too. But you Did, know what I I'm also about- happy to do? Not do it for another damn second. Yeah. Unless that's important. Well, I just was going to say, I think about it sometimes of like, I... The podcasts I listen to, they've been going strong for like six years. I wonder if I'll be like listening to them in my 30s. You know what I mean? Or if they'll still be even producing that's stuff. I, that's what I mean is yeah. if they'll keep going until... They don't seem like they're stopping. They're actually... TMG is actually putting out a new podcast with uh, these two guys that are... I think the most people hop onto something in its late stages of life. You know, if it takes 10 yeah. years for you to be found, I mean like go watch like really old markiplier videos yeah. and then think about where that man is now and what mm-hmm. he's doing and what he's capable of exactly but think about that in the span of his creator life he's likely closer to the end of what he's doing than he is to the beginning yeah and i don't know i could be wrong maybe the internet is such a new thing that we don't know we when don't a youtuber retires yeah we don't know 
because it's literally such a new thing. Yeah, they never have to. It's they're doing they're it in their home. Exactly. As long as they're still passionate about yeah. it. And as long as their community is cool with a change in things. Yeah, they, Jacksepticeye's like stopped doing Let's Plays for a little yeah. bit. They have to make the conscious choice to be like, I'm done. They exactly. have to do they have to pull a Jack Black and say, I'm done. Yeah. I got my bag. I'm Aaron Hansen thinks he'll die on camera. Yeah. And I, and I think there are a lot of YouTubers. I think there are a lot of YouTubers who are like that, who are like, I'll just keep doing this forever. I really like since I've started, I've not slowed down my passion for it. And so I don't think I ever will. I think that should be the realm of most art is literally do it until it does not make you happy anymore. Yeah. Don't like uh, you, you're making it for yourself. And while your audience may enjoy it at the end of the day, if they love everything you make, but you're not happy with making it anymore. Stop, man. Yeah, exactly. And, th- and that's OK. So and with that being said. <laughs> with that being said we're gonna stop right now hey but we'll see you next week we love each and every single one of you and i want to give an extra shout out to <laughs> it's just sad what are you doing eat my entire dick okay <laughs> want to give an extra thank you to miller jamie aurora and kansas people that have pledged monthly donations to the show and if you are able to and would like to do the same you can go to anchor.fm that is a-n-c-h-o-r dot f-m slash anything but It'll bring you to our homepage where you'll see the support button and you can uh, do monthly donations of 99 cents, 4.99 or 9.99. Seth, I don't like when you look at the camera screen because some <laughs> little part of me thinks he's going to go, "Hey, why isn't that timer going up? Why is there no red blinking light?" Something in the back of my head is going, "All of this isn't happening. Yep. None of it's being captured." I, would I think that's every creator's nightmare. Yep, I would cry. Uh, I would cry. isn't there a, like a literal show called like The Actor's Nightmare? And it's like a one man show of like someone who light hits him. He doesn't have a script. He didn't rehearse, but it's a show. So it is scripted, (sighs) but like it's meant to. I've had so many dreams like that. It's scary. Scary Yeah, but like for a a, a digital creator's nightmare of none of this is being captured. I will let you worry about that. And I will say thank you to our producers, Salty Sloth Productions, and uh, also to the studio, Primordic Studios, for letting us use this lovely, lovely set that we are calling home. Uh, Other than that, thank you to Publix. Thank you to Publix for uh, the (laughs) the lovely meal that we are about to eat. Mm, Yummy, Uh, yummy. And uh, oh, there might be a vlog before next week. Keep your eyes out for that because. Our producer, Anna, is not here. I burped in the microphone. My lovely wife has stayed home after that cabin trip. If you haven't noticed already, it's a boy's day. Yeah, it's a boy's day. It's the three of us today. So, uh, so you're That's not what it's going to sound like later. Sorry. (laughs) So, um, five cents? All of them. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Love you. Love you guys. See ya. Hungry. Hungry. We have to say something funny at the end. Oh, no. Uh, 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 no, we're gonna force what? it. Um, um, uh, uh, <laughs> um, 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 um